Okay, let's talk the thing that people don't use enough. <clears throat> Note to self. <clears throat> Wisdom. Let's go. Cuckoo jingle. <laughs> bow, chicka, bow. Wow, I'm good. Okay, so I'm going to make this one really quick. And I usually say that, but it's probably a lie. But I say really quick because your girl has to jump out in like the next half an hour. I thought I had an hour, but preparing was like longer than that. So this is probably one of my favorite topics. My favorite topic of all time is love. And we're going to talk about that when we talk about it. My favorite, that's like my number one, right? But like my number 1.5, not even like two, but like number 1.5 is wisdom. And I never really thought about it. Um, but I, I guess I came to the realization that it is way up there in terms of my faves, uh, purely because I am that person who likes learning and growing and introspecting. And so clearly wisdom is like, you know, or at least seeking wisdom is my forte. Um, and, um, I don't know, I'm just that person who just wants to grow and learn and develop, you know, for me and for other people, you know, I want to make sure that like, I am living my best life here on earth. And when God comes back and he's like, well, God in Christ form returns, I, I want him to be like, <laughs> girl, like you were so wise and just so smart. Like you knew so much. I almost took you, you know what I mean? Like you were just like, like I almost, like I almost felt like you were just like, enough for this place like I felt like you were just too much for this place you know what I mean like <laughs> you're just like a lot you know so I was like oh, I want you with me you know what I mean um and not like even through death like just through like coming through like just pop through let's actually have like some chitter chatter let me tell you more about like the universe that I created because you just know way too much right so <laughs> but until then until then <laughs> we will do more seeking searching learning knowing and i think that that's why we're here um as as people we're just here to well firstly we're here to glorify him and what better way to glorify the ultimate i want to say being of wisdom or personification of wisdom than to equip yourself with wisdom you know than to feed onto wisdom in the podcast episode before this one i had said that the most important thing is for you to know yourself um, among other things, but you know, that's probably like one of the most important ones. I think a good equal or rather in knowing yourself, wisdom has to be applied. You cannot live, be, function properly in this world without wisdom. In fact, you can't function at all without wisdom. It takes wisdom to know that you have to stay alive and it takes wisdom to know how to stay alive. You know what I mean? Even the, so to speak, I don't want to say dumbest person, but <laughs> um, even the simplest of people or people with the simplest of knowledge know and understand that I need to eat. <laughs> and if they don't eat, this flesh of theirs is going to be affected and they have a high chance of dying. So that in and of itself is wisdom. Now, how much better of a society would we be if we applied the same accuracy of wisdom that we do to eating to nourish our bodies? If we applied that to every other aspect of our lives, we'd be so great, man. We'd be so, so great. We'd be so great. And actually, why I want to have this conversation. You know, a lot of people 
you know, listen to podcasts and they probably like are looking for a specific topic, like, I don't know, like finance, like romance, like home decor. <laughs> I don't know, just a bunch of different things, social media marketing, you know, career, etc. But all of those things, literally every single one of them are founded on wisdom. And I think it's more important for us to understand the idea of wisdom and the concept of wisdom and exactly how that works before we can, I don't know, search for a topic. Because once you understand the core, once you understand the foundation, no matter what topic you're dealing with, you'll be able to maneuver it. You'll be able to work around it. You know what I mean? So let's talk wisdom. Okay, so there are three things. Why am I shouting? So there's three things that I want to talk about that pertain to wisdom, but are also distinct from wisdom. So they are their own being. In other words, they have their own definitions, but they are connected to wisdom. I hope that makes sense. The reason why I say they are distinct from wisdom, but are also connected to wisdom is that is because people usually use these three things interchangeably. So in other words, they think that they're the same thing, but they're not. And then also people have an isolated idea of wisdom. So they think that wisdom is, you know, if you have wisdom, it's enough. You don't need these other two of the three that I'm about to mention right now. But dare I say, if you don't get these two correct, your wisdom will be, (laughs) I want to say it will fall flat. And maybe it won't fall flat per se, but you won't use, you won't get the fullness of wisdom. So in other words, you'll just get like a half truth. You'll just get like the bare minimum of what you're supposed to actually get. And how much does that suck? Like, what good is that? You know, like, you know, what's the point of finding the door, of getting to the door, not having the keys to unlock it? What's the point of opening the door and stepping into the room, but having no idea how to function in the room, having no idea what the room has in store for you? And that's the disadvantage of having the bare minimum of wisdom. It's like you've just, you, you just got there, you just got to the door, but you don't know how to communicate with the room or in the room. You don't know. You just don't know. You don't know, <laughs> essentially. Alrighty, let's get into it. Now, I'm not giving you these pieces of information just so you can know it, just so you can feel smart or be smart or sound smart. I think that's actually where the wisdom comes in. There is absolutely no point in knowing something and doing nothing about it. You know, try to see where these things can fit in your life. I'm going to try my best to give you adequate examples so you can see how you can actually apply these things in your life the one thing I generally don't like or actually hate really is um when people and I'd had a habit of doing this myself um where we listen to things and we absorb and it sounds so beautiful it's like you know um (laughs) what's the word not euphoric um but it is euphoric too maybe it's like that kick of dopamine you know that you get when you get really timely information when you get that information that you feel like you need in the moment or when you get anything that you feel like you need in the moment you get that kick of dopamine and as it pertains to information podcasts a youtube video a quick cute clip on instagram um, something that's very encouraging it's great in the moment it feels amazing you're like oh yeah this is very encouraging but the question is what does it encourage you to do After that, what exactly does it encourage you to do? Because even the Bible says you can't just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And the word is not just the word of God. It is any word that is even remotely supported by the word of God. In other words, any word that is actually encouraging and good for your soul and your spirit is connected to the word of God. And if you don't do the word instead of just hear the word, that word falls flat in your life. And then we start to assume that the word itself is the problem, but the word has never been the problem. It's been the receiver of the word. So what we need to do as receivers is to apply what we've received so we can actually see results of that word. That word has to come into fruition. 
in some way or form. God says that his words will not return void, but we just but we can't just take one of his words and assume that the other words don't apply. In other words, when God tells you that faith is a substance of things hoped for and evidence of what is not seen, it is true. But he also says that faith without works is dead. So we've done two things. We've one, taken a word and felt like the word was enough. And I hate to break it to you. Oh, Jesus. This may even sound too much for the religious people or for the Christian or for the two Christian people. The word spoken is actually not as enough as the word received and the word actioned. And the other thing we had done was to receive a part of the word and rejected the rest of it as if they were not spoken by the same person. This is actually what we do as well when we take things out of context, when we take conversations out of context. When, say, for example, what I'm speaking of right now, or what I'm saying right now, we'll have someone take a soundbite of it and run with it. <laughs> Just run with it, completely forgetting everything else that I'm going to say in the rest of this. So somebody will probably hear about whom you say, Use wisdom and then just go, yeah, wisdom, let me be wise and not understand exactly what wisdom Bahumi is talking about. And with wisdom, what else should I use? You know what I mean? I don't just take a car and drive it. I'll be dismally disappointed in the middle of my trip when the car has stopped because I did not receive the rest of the word that I also needed. Yes. So take the full word. If you're watching this and you're just watching a clip of it, watch the whole thing <laughs> take time do the dishes while you're listening to me introspect pause if you need to figure out if what i'm saying actually makes sense if it doesn't <laughs> come at me um and then second ask yourself where you are actually not applying all three of these things it can be in the most simplest of places where you're not applying these three words in your home where you're not applying these three words in your hygiene <laughs> for crying out loud for like here where you're not applying these three words in your love life in your relationships in your career your schooling the decisions that you make where can you better apply these words and i can almost guarantee in fact not, not almost i can guarantee you for as long as you're here there is a place where you could apply more of these three words okay shall we so the first of the three is knowledge I think that's like the baseline and I think that's the one that we probably most understand, right? I'm going to try to simplify these as best as possible. So knowledge is the information itself. It's actually what the dictionary even says. It's information. It's the, the word itself, the knowledge itself. Ha, 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 ha. That's dumb. Don't you hate it when dictionaries do that? Like when they, like when you say, oh, what does understanding mean? And they're like, it's when you understand. And I was like, I will slap you. I will slap you, Oxford. I will slap you. You don't know me. My gosh, um, <laughs> I need more, right? Um, but I'm trying to simplify it for, for us. Essentially, knowledge is the book itself, the recipe in a cookbook, the Ten Commandments in the Bible, the words in the Bible. Knowledge is Jesus Christ himself. Knowledge is the word spoken by God or the instruction given by God, the information we have of history. Knowledge is at the surface level, the robot is red. It's, I feel tired. It's just the information. Why is this important? Why am I telling you this? Because without the right knowledge, you cannot apply the right wisdom. I thought I was going to explain this earlier, but I'll say it now because here we are. Wisdom is applied knowledge. This is exactly why knowledge is important and why wisdom and knowledge correlate so much. It's because whatever you apply is based on what you know. Therefore, what you know is probably one of the most... It's probably, I want to even say, 
I don't want to say more important than wisdom because I think that they're actually all equally important. But it's very important. <laughs> what you know is very important. God says that my people, and by my people, he means his very own people. His very own, the people whom he chose and the people who chose him. Perish. As in, they suffer. They die. They suffer. They fail. They are just weak, dismal, the works. Dare I say Christians. Oh, makes me so sad because it actually like, it generally makes me sad. It actually breaks my heart. Just how important this is to God and to me that we are suffering because of this very thing. He says that his very own people, not the world, not the, not all these like amazing billionaires and trillionaires who are not even Christian. His very own people could be billionaires, trillionaires, happy, joyful, excited, living full lives, living, living just peaceful, joyful lives. They're not living those lives. They perish because they lack knowledge. If that doesn't, if that's not to say how important knowledge is, I don't know what. It is actually the main reason or the, or the sole reason why everyone perishes, to be honest. So whether you're Christian or not, at some level, at the level at which you lack knowledge will be the level at which you perish. So the areas in which you are struggling in, and the areas in which you are suffering in, the areas in which you know you could do better in, you wish you could be better in, the reason why you are struggling is sadly because you don't have enough knowledge on how to deal with, comprehend, and get out of that situation. I want to even say that even the things that... And I, and, and I speak for myself as well with this. Even the things that happen to us remain in the same perishing condition. And I know I may ruffle some feathers with, with you know, the people who... <sighs> this may sound so vile, but the people who have become comfortable with their victim state. You know, we've all been victims in some shape or form. And us being made victims was probably not our fault and maybe even the fault of our forefathers or those who have influenced us around our circles or around our environments or society itself or our government or, you know, leaders, people who we trusted with our lives and they they disappointed us. Um, yes, actually, some of it can be our, our fault, but let's say it wasn't, Right. Our decision, and I say decision, to stay because we have become complacent, because we have become comfortable with what we know currently, is the reason why we are still perishing in those fields. And it is up to us. We are the only ones, actually, who have the power to stop it. My God, even God without your permission has the power but won't stop it without your permission. That's how much power you hold. And that's exactly what it means when it is said that knowledge is power. Your knowledge, what you know, is actually is the, is the driving force of the wisdom and the other word that I'm going to give. It's the, it's the thing that propels it. So you can apply wisdom all you want. 
But if you don't apply wisdom with the right knowledge or with the fullness of knowledge, then I'm going back to what I said earlier. You will have the bare minimum of wisdom. For example, with the robot analogy, and for my non-South Africans, with the traffic light (laughs) analogy, if all I know is that that is a traffic light and it tells me to go, stop, and slow down, if I don't know which color indicates what, I will stand there and not move in life. So if I stand by a traffic light, and I'm using simple examples here because, I don't know, that's the best way I know how to just talk to people. (laughs) I think it's best when you use simple examples and then you guys can see exactly how you can apply that simplicity and the complexities of your life. So if I stand by a traffic light, and as far as what I know, that is a traffic light, your robot. When I see that it keeps changing colors, I'll probably think it's broken. Because as far as I know, this thing is supposed to tell me to go, to stop, and to slow down. So I'm waiting for it to type, go. I'm waiting for it to type, slow down. I'm waiting for it to type, stop. And not all of them. We know that some of them in America, wherever else, it says walk and go. But that's usually for pedestrians. But but for cars, it generally doesn't. But let's say we have the one that's that's just showing colors. Don't judge my example. The knowledge that I know will help me only to a certain extent, but will fail me further. So the way knowledge is so important, I will not move. In fact, I will remain at the position that I'm at. I will remain stagnant because I don't have enough knowledge of what this thing is actually telling me by its colors when I'm waiting for it to tell me a different way. And that's just the simplest of examples. So I'll just look at this traffic light like, okay, this thing is just glitching, busy changing colors like this, and I'm not trying to die and risk crossing over at the wrong color. You know what I mean? That's how important knowledge is. So knowledge is key. Knowledge is the key that unlocks the door. Wisdom is not only twisting the doorknob and walking into the door, but knowing which key opens up which door and which door should be opened. Thus, which door should be kept shut and even burnt. (laughs) Some doors must just be burnt here. Yo, guys, if I knew back in the day, even sometimes now, which doors (laughs) to keep locked, I would have... Burnt all of those doors, period. I would have just burnt those doors. And I seem to make myself feel better about my decisions. But we had a limited idea of knowledge and wisdom at the time. At the time. (laughs) But I'm here. I'm here to learn. I'm here to teach so that I can help you not make those same mistakes (laughs) and not open and close those same doors. So when God says my people perish for lack of knowledge, he actually goes further to say, because you have rejected knowledge, which is even a bigger slap. It's more like, yo, okay, wake up call, right? Because we have rejected knowledge, in other words, we have chosen to do things our way. We think that we are God. We think that we know better. We think that God does not exist. Okay, because you have rejected knowledge, I have also rejected you as my priests. In fact, here he's talking particularly, I think I could be wrong, but here he's talking particularly to the priests. You know, the very people who are supposed to be giving knowledge and are giving false knowledge and are giving tainted knowledge, are giving selfish knowledge, knowledge that benefits them, you know? This can apply to anyone who's rejected knowledge, period. Whether you believe in the Bible or not, the principle still stands. 
when you reject knowledge, knowledge will reject you. Because knowledge doesn't go forcing itself on you. Christ is all of these things that I'm mentioning, by the way. When I say Christ is all of these three words, what I mean is he is literally the personification of, of all of them. He is the embodiment of all of them. And when you reject him, you reject everything that is of him and even more dismally of benefit to you. And it's probably because you have a warped idea of who he is. Partly to blame are these priests that God talks about because they just share all this false knowledge. Partly to blame are even, and I hate this one, are even the translators of his very word where, you know, we see his word, we see the translation and we are immediately offended. And sometimes it's not just because we're offended at, you know, taking things out of context, but we are offended because of the flawed translation. There's a Latin saying, I forgot, I forgot it, what's this Latin saying? What's this Latin saying? Okay, I can't find it, I really need to find it. Um, but there's a Latin saying, I, I don't know if it's Latin or Spanish. Yo, all these languages. The saying essentially speaks on how flawed translations can be. And so how we often condemn, judge, um, misunderstand, the originator or inventor of the word based on the translator's interpretation. And that is actually where my third word comes in, but I don't think I have time for it right now. So <laughs> hate to leave you guys on the cliffhanger, but we do have to go. I'm looking at the time as you speak. <laughs> I think this is actually really great because in this will give us a lot more time to unpack every single word as best as possible per episode so that we don't make the episodes too long and then you guys will get you know better a better idea of each word and, and how to apply it to your lives you know what I mean effectively so uh, I really wanted to finish this like fully but I, I genuinely can't I'm trying to be a better person and be on time so great open book with Bakumi see you in the next chapter bye Bow, 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 bow,